Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this hour of Redeemer Radio's Spring share I'm Christina Parrish from St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, and we get to, you guys get to listen to me and these fine people from St. John the Baptist, Fort Wayne, uh, this next hour. So... You want to introduce yourself over here? Sure. Oh. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm well, how are you? Very good. I'm Father Andrew Bedzinski. I'm the pastor of St. John the Baptist, Fort Wayne. Been there going on eight years. Nice. Yeah. So I brought great. a couple parishioners with me. Wonderful. Uh, my name is Trisha Koob. Um, we have been parishioners there for about five years now. That's great. And I'm John Phipp. We've been there about seven years. Okay. Nice. We're younger than you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And, you know, you're not officially uh, parishioners, you, because if you've come into St. John's within the last 10 years, you're never really officially a parishioner. Your right. grandparents have to be baptized at St. John the Baptist for you to qualify as a parishioner. That is true. Now all of our legacy families, as it were right now, are, are hating me right now. Cause, but but it, they might be slightly smiling. And they're kind of like, it's kind of true. It, it, it is true. It is true. Yeah. Okay, so just to share with everyone, our hour goal is $5,000. Whoa. And we do get a bonus of $250 if we get 15 pleasure, pl- uh, pledges. Pledges. All right. So I think we can do it. Awesome. Okay. So, all right. We well, all... Be- yeah, go ahead. Be- well, how do people give? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. You done Somebody's this done this before. Uh, I, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. And past yeah. profession. Yeah. That helps. So 260-436-9598. You can call that number or text GIVE to that number. It's 260-436-9598. Or you can go to Redeemer.com or RedeemerRadio.com and click the GIVE Now button. So, um, Trisha and John, you guys, why don't you share a little bit of what you do with the parish? Okay. Um, uh, My husband and I are actually leaders for the evangelization team, which is... Maybe we should have backed up with Cornerstone that Father um, put together during COVID. Um, There's five pillars at the church, and evangelization is one of them. And so my husband and I have been leading that for about two years now. Um, I also help with the new program that um, Bishop Rhodes uh, implemented with Walking with Moms in Need. And uh, my husband and I also do marriage prep for marriage couples. Nice. Great. So my wife, Lori, and I are on the worship team. Okay. Um, we're both greeters, and um, we have some initiatives for the worship team this year. Uh, we want to look into ministry training, and we're going to do some outdoor stations of the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a baptismal candle, candle ministry, and then uh, we're going to have a summer praise and worship concert. What does a baptism candle ministry oh. do? We have a very talented artist in our congregation who makes and paints baptismal candles for every newly baptized child in our church. Oh, that's beautiful. He started off uh, painting the Paschal candle itself, you know, the big yeah. Easter candle. Yes. And it's and like a, a new one yeah. just recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. every year. Yeah, yeah. every year. <laughs> and um, he, it's like a four foot tall candle and he paints it. We have a theme every year and he paints it from top to bottom. And after a few years of that, we said, you know what? Instead of giving the parents and the babies that get baptized um, a, kind of a generic candle yeah. out of a catalog, let's just buy blank ones. And Art started painting those with the baby's name on it and then some iconography. 
And then he put it out to the parish and he said, who else would be interested in painting candles? He held a workshop and we've got like half a dozen, maybe a dozen, I don't know, of parishioners. This is just part of their ministry. That's amazing. And no joke, it's one of the things in the entire parish that we get the most feedback on. Every time I do a baptism yeah. and I hand them that candle and they see their name painted on it, they're like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. It's so personalized. Now, the truth of the matter is, I totally stole the idea from St. Vincent's Fort Wayne. <laughs> Father Dan Scheidt brought that up. Well, way I, to go, Father Dan. I have but... no original yeah. ideas, but that's what's called sacred tradition. Yes. You just steal from right. the Lord and everybody else. Greatest it really form gives. Of flattery, yeah. Yeah. Right? Greatest form so, of flattery. Yeah. Art Sislow is the guy that does the, the painting. I, yeah. So I, they are all literally works of art. Get it? Okay. <laughs> Well played. Sorry, I won't interrupt you again. Uh, that's fine. But there was a song. No, I'm just uh, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, tell me about your Easter candle themes. What have, what have been some? So my favorite one is um, we had a capital campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds so cheesy to say it that way. Yeah. So it, it, it sounds like it I'm now going to say it was the thermometer goal. You know, we painted it red till it got to the top. Can we reach our goal? But that's not what happened. It's the um, Easter candle. Yeah. So we had a capital campaign called Rebuild My Church. Which, if you're familiar with the story of St. Francis of Assisi, he was praying in a church one day, and the crucifix spoke to him out loud. It wasn't just something he heard in his head. Other people heard it, too. And this is before Francis was Francis, before Francis was cool. Yeah. And Jesus said, Francis, rebuild my church, which, as you can see, is falling into ruin. Yeah. And he thought it meant, oh, rebuild the physical church because it's starting to fall apart. When in reality, what Jesus was talking about was rebuild the, the church universal, which is falling into spiritual ruin. Well, when I got to St. John's um, the first weekend, it was literally raining in the church. Um, because there was some structural damage to the place, so we had to have a capital campaign. And so we called it Rebuild My Church. That first weekend, I went out and bought um, the same cross that, not the same cross that spoke to St. Francis, <laughs> but the San Damiano cross is yes. the name of the cross, yeah. and put it on the altar. And, uh, you know, we've had it there for years. And so um, in the Basilica of St. Francis of Assisi in Assisi, Italy, Giotto painted all these frescoes of Assisi and his life. And the Pope at the time had a dream where he saw this beggar uh, coming to Rome to um, pick up St. John Lateran, which is the cathedral parish of the Diocese of Rome. And hold it on his shoulders. So, and then the next day, Francis actually did show up to, oh, wow. to speak to the Pope. So what we did was we painted Francis holding up our St. John's on his shoulder. Oh, and it was really so cool. Neat. Now, for the last two years, since it's been the Eucharistic revival, yeah. we've had Eucharistic themes. And um, Art Sislow, who painted the candle this past year, read Jesus and the Jewish Roots of the Eucharist by Brant Petrie. And on the front of the candle are New Testament uh, images, Eucharistic images. And then on the back of the candle are their corresponding um, Old Testament anticipations. So, for example, on the front is Jesus on the cross. And on the back is the slaughter of the Passover lambs. 
Um, on the front is the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. On the back are the Israelites gathering the manna in the desert. Wow. On the front is Father Paulo holding up the <laughs> Eucharist. And on the back is the, the priest at the temple uh, holding up the show bread, which was, yeah. you know, before the Ark of the Covenant. So, um, yeah, come see it while you can before it burns down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right now is the time. It's prime. It's prime time. Um, so I wondered, do you guys have uh, any show or podcast in particular that uh, has impacted you recently or helped you facilitate conversations with other people? I love a lot of them. So I've listened for many years. Um, um, I listened to, that's how I got introduced to Father John Ricardo, Father Mike Schmitz, Mother Angelica. I'm a convert, so I had never heard of Mother Angelica. And um, so I've listened to a lot over the years and I've loved it. And now I love hearing from our bishop, Truth and Charity. That's mm -hmm. always really good to hear from him. And I love listening to the Abiding Together Yes, with Sister Miriam. Anything with Sister Miriam, I love. And um, Dr. Doctor, mm -hmm. I especially like Dr. Doctor during COVID because they really brought, it was so divisive and it was yeah. so political. And I just loved being able to listen to two doctors talk Yeah, and um, state facts and just in a calming way. And so I really appreciated that podcast during that time yeah too. that's true anyone i like Ten Thousand places because they record in our rectory basement <gasps> that's a neat one it's kind of cool <laughs> and one of our parishioners lewis pearson is on that podcast so i enjoy that one i also uh enjoy the pilgrim soul yeah and I, and I didn't know about that podcast until i heard it on redeemer radio and actually someone i know sophia carozza yeah is on that podcast and um, three other priests and I went to London uh, like two or three years ago is before COVID, I think it was. And uh, she was over there studying at Cambridge. And so I'm just driving around the car one day and I'm like, that sounds like Sophia's voice. And sure enough, it was. So I'm like, oh, OK. So now I listen to them yeah. regularly. Yeah. And I really like uh, the Pillar podcasts, um, the Sunday uh, school Bible study. Yeah. Um, that was very helpful in helping me craft homilies for Lent and Advent. It's really, really cool. Really good podcast. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Jimmy Akin's Mysterious World. Have you guys listened to that? Yes. You know, I, have um, that. I have heard that. I was listening one day and he did an episode about D.B. Cooper. And I had heard about D.B. Cooper when I was a little kid, and it just reignited. And yeah. then I saw there was a documentary on Netflix around the same time, so yeah. I watched that documentary. And yeah, yeah, he's very interesting. It he's hilarious because he talks about these ridiculous topics, but he talks about them with such um, intellectual precision, yes. as, as though he's talking about the most serious thing it's, on earth. I know, and yet, and you're sucked It's going to be aliens. Like you listen. Hey, look at that. Um, a bunch of our parishioners have already given. Thank you, Hugh and Julie Baldus. Hugh is go. awesome. B Hugh and Julie are both awesome. But I see Hugh frequently when I'm sitting out on the front porch mm -hmm. because he has, I think for like 30 years, something like this, taken a nightly walk without ever missing a day. And he always winds up at our chapel. 
at nine o'clock, right before we close. We have a, um, a little chapel right next to the rectory, and we have adoration there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. And so exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. Yeah. And Hugh, like clockwork. You know, he's okay. always there. That's Father awesome. Bill Sullivan, yeah. Um, yeah. a son of the parish. So he recently retired, and now he comes and frequently uh, can celebrate math, mass with us. And everyone loves him because, yeah. you know, I mean, he's a legend. Right. Yes. Uh, Emily Kingston, Dave Steffen, Tess Steffen, who actually are not related. That's hilarious that their names <laughs> are right next to each other on the list. Jan Serrani. Um, who, okay, I, Jan, I have to tell the whole world, her family has a nickname for her, and it's CNN, because she's got all the news all the time. <laughs> but Jan does an amazing job of cleaning our uh, linens, our church linens, you know, week in and week out. Uh, Jan Davis, thank you so much. Kevin Moore, thank you so much. We've got eight pledges in so far. If we get seven more, match then we get a $250 match. So all St. John's people, all people who want to be St. John's people, <laughs> all people who don't like St. John's, call and text. You can call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598, or you can give securely online to RedeemerRadio.com. It sounds yeah. like I'm so professional because I'm just reading the sign on the well, thing. Oh, good for you, That's man. That's okay. Tim you and Laura Scheel, yeah. thank you so much uh, uh, for your gift. Thank you, Tim and Laura. Wonderful. What's tell me about this good news night? Yeah, okay. so um, you know we're in the midst of the Eucharistic revival, right? Yeah, and there's a man of our diocese, Bob Kloska, who is going around to a variety, uh, a number of different parishes, and he's talking about how we can share um, the good news of Jesus Christ, how to share the joy and the truth of the reality of Jesus in the Eucharist with others. So when you talk about like evangelization with mm -hmm. people, most of the time we're completely filled with terror because we have no idea how to go about doing that. Whereas, you know, every one of us can think of someone right now that's either like a family member or a friend or maybe a neighbor or a coworker, and we, we just say, that'd be so awesome if they would just come or come back to yeah. Mass, and we're scared. Yeah. So everyone has someone they do want to invite, yeah. but it's like, how do you go about doing that? So that's going to be one of the things that Bob talks about. And this is not uh, just a St. John's thing. We're just hosting it. Everyone in the city of Fort Wayne can come. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be Thursday, April 27th. So a week from tomorrow, right? Yes. A week mm -hmm. from tomorrow, 7 p.m. at St. John the Baptist, 4500 Fairfield Avenue. Bob Kloska is hilarious. Um, he is one of the most optimistic and energetic guys I've ever known. So you might have heard of the Cupertino Classic basketball yes. game between the priests and the seminarians. So he saw it and then he said, Father Andrew, we should have a baseball game between the priests and the seminarians. What I need you to do is I need you to find 10 to 15 priests in South Bend and 10 to 15 priests in Fort Wayne who can each play a baseball game against the seminarians on either side of the diocese. I said, Bob, I can't even find 10 to 15 priests who can walk, let alone play <laughs> baseball. Okay. So, but he is, he's going to come give the talk 
And yeah. I just want to invite everyone, even if you, you, you're just like evangelization, I, 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 I don't know. You've got nothing to lose, yeah. everything to gain. And it's going to be a 45 minute talk. And then we're going to have a half hour of Eucharistic adoration with confessions available afterwards. So that's 7 p.m. a week from tomorrow at St. John's. And just hear about what evangelization is, what it means to be a Eucharistic missionary, why we should all want to bring Jesus to friends and neighbors and just gain some practical information. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Go. Cindy Black is a St. John's wannabe, <laughs> um, and we'll take her money just the same. Thank you, Cindy. Oh, and update. <clears throat> it's every 15 pledges. We oh. get an extra $250. Wait, you mean for every single pledge? Every 15 pledges we get. Oh, I see. We get an, an extra $250. Okay, so, get, so it doesn't matter if it's right. 5 or 10. Right. Or, or 30. Or 30, Yes. Any pledge. Any pledge. Any pledge. And what number? You want to read the number again? Sure. 260-436-9598. That's 260-436-9598. You can call or you can just text the word GIVE to that number or you can go online to RedeemerRadio.com and give that way as well. So, Trisha, tell me a little bit about the evangelization, uh, evangelization team. Well, we have just, um, it's the uh, social team, I guess is how you would say it. Mm -hmm. But we have started, um, uh, we've done this now for, it's our second year. We started doing new parishioner pancake breakfast as a way to invite new parishioners and just come and have breakfast after 1030 mass. They're already there. Um, We invite them three times through so Mm -hmm. that they can keep coming or if they can't come to one, they can come to the other. Um, and that's just been really great. We've done a few now, so it feels a little bit easier and it's um, more comfortable, I think, for us giving it to sit and talk with people. I think people enjoy it. So that has been really fun to do for us. Um, we hadn't done coffee and donuts for I don't know how long at the parish. Right. So simple. But yeah. we started doing coffee and donuts again a couple years ago. Um now we've done, uh, during COVID, we've done some things where we're calling the prisoners just to check on the prisoners. We do that during COVID. Um, I have found even with the breakfast, when you call people to RSVP, just a contact yeah. to somebody. We found out someone was going to the hospital through a phone call. We found out it was a woman's 93rd birthday through a phone call. Yeah. Just, um, people want to have their house blessed through a phone call. Just just making these connections. So we will start calling people in the parish to invite them to come to Bobby Klaska to the good news and um, just doing those simple things, just simple welcoming things. And um, that is one thing St. John's is really well known for. Um, It's always so ironic to me that it's generational, like Father said, but we came in living on the other side of town and we've always felt welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Always felt welcome. Even though I don't know someone's great great grandfather, it's yeah. um, no one keeps that or holds that against us. So yeah, um, we've just loved it. We've just loved it over there, and so that's been really fun to be on this side of the team. Yes, um, as fairly new parishioners, and as everybody said. loves to be invited. Yeah, right. I mean everyone. Right, it makes everyone. Feel and they all say thank you welcome. for the call. Yeah, when mm-hmm. they when I when we make that contact, it's always thank you for the call. I wasn't asking for money, although today we are. So please give. But. Um, <laughs> But typically when we make those phone calls, we're not asking for anything. We're just checking in and asking to come. Yeah. We so. ask um, 
newly registered uh, people. What is it about St. John's that made you pick us? And one of the top things that always shows up is they feel welcome. Uh Um, People make an effort um, to really just kind of spot people. I mean, um, I know a couple in our parish, they saw a young person uh, who came to Mass by themselves and said, hey, what are you doing after Mass? You want to go have breakfast? And that literally happened. Yeah. You know, and it just meant the world to them. They, you know, that sealed the deal for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, John, tell me about the worship team. How does that work? We're kind of the trainers for the ministries is one thing that we do. So uh, we're going to have a ministry training this fall where Father will talk and talk about the spiritual side of of a church ministry and how that fulfills you. And then we'll have people stand up who are expert greeters, uh, lectors, uh, Eucharistic ministers, talk about the specifics of that. So um, that's something that's big on our list. Uh, We want to do outdoor stations of the cross in the neighborhood. And uh, we've got a young, somebody aspiring to be an Eagle Scout. And we thought that would be a great Eagle Eagle Scout project to be able to build the stations of the cross. And we could put them in people's yards around the 07 neighborhood. And they would be there the entire season of Lent. And then we could have the outdoor stations across with them. Yeah. We did something interesting the last two or three Lents uh, with stations of the cross through our neighborhood. So we mapped out kind of a route through the streets that is the approximate distance that Jesus walked in Jerusalem from the Praetorium of Pilate to Golgotha itself. It's about 600 yards. Um, And so we mapped it out so it's that distance in the same direction, making roughly the same type of turns as well. And people were um, really kind of moved um, to get a sense of the distance Mm-hmm. and kind of walking in his footsteps and also understand um, like how close his crucifixion took place to where he was condemned, you know, by Pilate. And it, back in those days, it was the width of the old city, but it was only 600 yards oh, across. Wow. And when we got to the end, you can still hear the bells of our church. Like we got to Old Mill Road and you could hear the bells on Fairfield Avenue still ringing and to think like Jesus would have been on that cross looking across you know the whole city of Jerusalem you know the symbol of the kingdom here on earth giving his life for all of us so now what we want to do in addition to that is throughout the entire season of Lent have a route um, of crosses in people's neighborhoods so somebody could you know, just pick up, you know, the pamphlet at station one and then do this like 30 minute walk and just walk through the neighborhood and pray the stations of the cross. And then as people are driving through the neighborhood, walking through the neighborhood, especially during the season of Lent, see the cross, you know, and just evangelize in that way. Yes. Hey, we've got some more gifts. Yes, Uh, we do. Charles and Amanda Shepard, who are big time uh, Redeemer Radio uh, listeners and supporters. Thank you so much. Um, let's see who else. Chelsea Williams says, go St. John the Baptist in support of some awesome students, Amelia, Vinny, Melina, and Daniel, Betty Brow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So we're going to 
touch in. If you want to donate, feel free to call 260-436-9598. You can also text GIVE to that same number, 260-436-9598, or go to RedeemerRadio.com and click GIVE. <laughs> our, um, the cast of our school play uh, made a pledge, uh, Justin Herber. Um, who with his wife Sarah uh, directed it, they uh, just called in and they did The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which is a beautiful um, uh, allegory for the life of Christ. Yes. You know, Aslan gives his We're life. We're reading that right now, actually, oh, in my really? children's bedroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the first book, like the first book I read from cover to cover in fourth grade. Yeah. And I love it. It's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. So, and they did a fantastic job. They did a really wonderful job. So we're coming up to the bottom of the hour. So we'll take a little break here awesome. and then we'll pick back up. Thank you. All right. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Sherathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio. We recently received notice that within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process, but we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share 
Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. everyone welcome back to st john the baptist fort wayne pledge at parish hour here at redeemer radio uh thanks for being with us i'm christina parish uh your host for this hour uh i'm from St. elizabeth ham satan i forgot to say that so smashing it in right now we won't hold that against <laughs> thank you thank you i yeah. appreciate that um we do want to give a shout out to the cast of uh, the line, the witch, and the wardrobe, because you guys got us to our 15 pledge match. So thank you. That was an extra 250 bucks, extra right? Extra mm-hmm. 250. Now, if we get another 15, we get another 250 bucks. Exactly. Yes. All right. Exactly. So no pledge is too small. Thank and you no so pledge much. is too big. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> that is true. We're currently at. $1,855, and that is on our way to our $5,000 goal. And we want to thank Lisa Harris for giving. Thank you, Lisa. Also, Chad and Lori Fritz, thank you so much. Chad and Lori brought to our attention way back when uh, The Chosen. And oh, yeah. we have um, shown uh, The Chosen on our lawn uh, at the parish it was like Thursday nights, mm-hmm. and people bring lawn chairs and awesome. some food, and we just sit and watch. And so that'll be coming up um, this late spring, summer. We'll watch season three, yeah. which have you seen? All oh, of, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's fantastic. It's, it's just very good. Laura Sturm uh, gave via the text line. Thank you, Laura. Thank also, you. Tara Bentley and Daniel Kiefer. And we're now oh, at... Hey. Eight, 1855 yeah awesome big deal yep thank you everyone well speaking of, i mean the chosen's great but since i feel like in a way a spoke street media has kind of come to fruition here and that's been uh really helpful i listen to podcasts all the time mm-hmm. trisha do you think that's helped on the evangelization evangelization team i think at all? it's helped a lot i think there for a while i was listening and i kind of felt like um you know, our world is really noisy. <laughs> it it's is. really noisy. And it kind of, some of the listening, although I agreed, it didn't feel like they were meeting people where they were. And um, I was listening, trying to be in the ear of somebody else, thinking I wouldn't stop on this. And um, and then kind of just miraculously, at the same time, the podcast came up. Yeah. And I was hearing something new and something fresh and something welcoming and something that would make you want to stop and listen um, and be intriguing. Yeah. Um, that I think it's much more talk of where people are, not we're right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, I've just really thought that's just been a really great move for the station Yeah. Um, to just engage, engage joyfully, um, engage with understanding and empathy for people. And um, there's just been a lot of great content that because it's a podcast, if you like what you hear, you go home and you load it on your phone and 
re-listen mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. to something. You're like, oh, I like what that was, but I was driving and I don't remember what it was. So yeah. And none of the depth of the faith has been no, lost. No, it hasn't all. been no. sacrificed. Um, and no, I, I, I think it's really important that we we talk about situations just daily, like how we live our lives mm-hmm. together, right. uh, mm-hmm. how we discuss things lovingly with one another. Uh, it helps us not only to know and love and serve ourselves, right, our own calling, mm-hmm. but then also to teach other people how to know, love, and serve in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. It's like, it's like Bishop's Truth and Charity, yes. right? We just always we speak the truth um, but we speak it lovingly. We don't have to speak it, um, you know, with a gavel in our hand or anything right. like that. And so I've just really appreciated that move that the station has made. I don't remember when that was, but it's been a while a now. Years. It's yeah. been a while now. Abiding together has been a huge yes. blessing in my own personal life because mm-hmm. we have a small group. And it's mm-hmm. like friends, listening to friends and talking in a loving, accepting environment. Mm-hmm makes you feel safe and the reality is the way people listen now is different than yes. before so by introducing them to these great catholic podcasts like like i said i heard pilgrim soul that one time yeah on the radio but now you know i subscribe to them right and so it just arrives whenever i want but we want people listening to redeemer radio too yes you know? <laughs> it's a so. yeah it's a great avenue um Oh, some more thank yous. Yes, we do. Jody Frecker, thank you so much for your gift. Tim Ryan, he is an amazing lector. He reads at um, Tenebrae every year. Oh, yep. And he's got this baritone voice. I told him this past Sunday, we've all decided we want you to record bedtime stories that we're all going to fall asleep <laughs> to. Thank you, Tim. Eric and Miriam Schmitz, thank you. And we're up to 21 pledges. So if we get nine more, yes. we get oh, another Adrian. $250 match. Yes, we do. Who is that? Adrienne Langles. She oh, does Walking with Moms in Need with me. Mm-hmm. So, Tell us more about you. that. How does that work? Well, every Bishop Rolls wants every church in the diocese to have a Walking with Moms in Need. And admittedly, ours is a little bit slow going. But um, I have been in contact with, I think Our Lady of Good Hope mm-hmm. is very robust. But um, right now, we're just kind of working with people that call in the church that want some help. And um, we have a, a, a link on the website where they could um, email if they need help. Usually calls go to Karen. Karen sends them off to myself and Adrian and a couple of ladies. And then we just contact the person and see what they need. Sometimes we work with Dan O'Neill, who's um, our connection with St. Vincent de Paul. Yeah. Um, and really, we're encouraged to pray with them, have relationship with them. That doesn't always happen. Adrian has had a great relationship with a woman that needed. She called for um, a high chair and a crib, and it turned out she needed much more than that. And we were able to get her with Brightpoint and get her emergency Medicaid for her delivery of her baby. And they text and show pictures of their kids and have yeah. coffee. And yeah, it's just been a beautiful thing. So um, I think after the Roe v. Wade. Yes. Overturned. That was really important for Bishop that we have a safe haven at all of our churches for people to come to and yes. look for resources and and to care for babies and just to care for babies and the moms and, the moms. and, to, and to give them the resources they need and just be sometimes they just need somebody, somebody to help them navigate and to listen. Yeah. It's um, especially edifying as a pastor that whenever something like this comes up, there are immediately um, voices from our parish that just without hesitation, I'll, I'll help with that. 
I'll do that. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys have just right from the get go um, just said, yeah, I, I want to do that. And it's just it's wonderful. That's the church alive. Yes. You know, hands and feet. Mm -hmm. um, and that's beautiful. That's my segue into asking you about Faith and Beauty series. Yeah. So um, the evangelization team, the catechesis team, I think. Catechesis, catechesis team. Mm -hmm. um, they proposed, um, let's do a series where we highlight um, the beauty and the art of the church and some other things our parishioners and other people we know are doing um, that can inspire people through yeah. works of beauty. So um, uh, Charles and Amanda Shepard are parishioners of ours, and they're also the directors of the Fort Wayne Museum of Art. Yes. So what they proposed is to do a tour of our church where they explain the stained glass windows and the other artwork of the church at St. John's. So that's going to take place Sunday, April 30th, uh, Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m., and anyone can come. If you've been curious to see what St. John's looks like, I get that all the time. People <laughs> drive by and they're like, I've never been in here. I didn't know it looked like this. We have a very, honestly, one of the most interesting um, interiors of a church in the diocese. Yeah. The ceiling is, it's miter shaped. So, you know, a bishop's miter, the pointy yes. hat, right? Yes. I don't know that they actually intentionally did this, but the story is yes. Um, because Bishop Persley, he wasn't bishop yet, I believe, when they started construction on the church, but loved Bishop Knoll, uh, who was the bishop at the time. And um, the parishioners at St. John the Baptist love Bishop John Knoll so much. That's why they named it St. John the Baptist, to honor his patron saint. And the story goes that they decided to shape the ceiling of the church in the shape of a bishop's mitre. And when you look up there at the sanctuary and you see the cross, it, it, it's just like a bishop's yeah. hat. Um, so people come in, they're like, wow, I've never seen a church like this. And yeah, it, it really is unique. So you can come. And quite beautiful. Yeah. And quite beautiful. It, it is. So we'll do that tour on Sunday, April 30th. And then, um, I don't know if you remember this, also at the Fort Wayne Museum of Art, um, it was right before COVID, um, a local artist, yes. Ellie Tullis. <gasps> I just, I just, I, I went to the gala at yeah. the art museum yeah. and I got a piece of hers. All this Marian mm -hmm. art. Yes. How many, there were like 30 yes. different pieces of Marian art. And all different styles and incredible sizes. Yeah. So she went to school at St. John the Baptist and then um, was inspired to paint pictures of, of Mary. And then she entered the church a couple years ago. Yeah. So we had had this yeah, plan. She did it before she was Catholic, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, Mary totally brought you into the yes. church, you know? Um, so we had had this plan for her to come and give a presentation and then COVID hit and it didn't happen, yeah. but she is going to come this May. So she's going to come Sunday, May 21st, also a Sunday afternoon at 2 PM and, uh, just give a presentation. So she's going to bring some of her art and hopefully talk about her story. Um, but the art is really, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It's, yeah. And you see like some depictions of Mary that you never would go. Oh, it should be that way. Like the, it's Mary as a young girl, but she has blonde hair. 
Okay. You know? Yeah. And it's like that's someone in Ellie's life. Yeah. You know, and she's seeing Mary and this person and, and this person and Mary and I just can't wait. Um so I was I just loved that that exhibit. I, yeah, I think I think it's really neat that you guys are doing that because so many museums you go to like if you go to Chicago, you go right. to the art museum, you see so much art, mm -hmm. right? And you see so much Christian art, Catholic artwork up on the walls. I think it's really wonderful to bring, to allow people to see your artwork like that in mm -hmm. the place where it's supposed, to, where right. it was created to yes. be, right? Yeah. In the context of the church. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Yeah. Some more okay. of our parishioners have given yes. Isaac and Angela Rambola. Thank you so much. Julie Fisher, Hoda Perro. Oh, ha, that's my husband's nickname. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was yeah. like, I, mean, yeah. I hope I pronounced this yeah. right. Did I get it right? Hota. Hota. So, yeah, that's okay. J in Spanish. Gotcha. Okay. Dave Mazans, thank yeah. you so much. So if we get five more pledges. Yeah, we're almost there. We get another $250 match. And right now we're at $2,500. Hi, Alice. Thank um, you. And we're at quarter till, so we're halfway to our goal. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's time to start dishing out the parish checks that I brought <laughs> with me. Well, first, let's give them some time. Let's give them a number. Yeah. Right? So 260-436-9598. Uh, text give to that or just call. Again, 260-436-9598. No do donation is too small or too big to quote Father Andrew here. So has every school done like a dress down day for Redeemer Radio? Does that just keep happening over and over again? <laughs> really? I don't know. Okay. Our kids did. That's so awesome. We said you can wear jeans if you, you know, yeah. give a little. And it's neat because then the kids are getting a sense of, oh, Redeemer Radio is important and I can help. I can do and a little a part with that. it's a community thing. So they, yeah. we have a check from the kids of our school. Um, That's so wonderful. there you go. Yep. Thank you. Absolutely. And they enjoyed wearing their jeans that day, I'm sure. Yep. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. Father, did you uh, did you thank Alice Cupfin? Cop I haven't. She, thank you, Alice. I want to thank Alice. Alice is always my woman um, that I had, I'm the adorer on Mondays, and she's always the first to answer to when I need a sub. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Alice. Cool. Cool. Um. Do you guys have like any anything that you've listened to on Redeemer or or Spokespeak that have has spoken to you in like kind of a profound way, like for many to help develop you in knowing and loving and serving? I know the Lord? your answer. What, what were you going to say? I I think Father John Ricardo for you. Yeah, you listen to a lot of Father John Ricardo. We've read Father John Ricardo yeah. books. He 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 has been instrumental in in my priesthood. Um, his book Rescued mm -hmm. is fantastic. The whole preaching of the kerygma, which is to understand the essential story of salvation, that God created everything beautiful, but oh, we messed up, we rebelled, and we're fallen in sin, and Christ has come to redeem us, yeah. and now we're called to this new life. You know, as I talk to brother priests, we always have this conversation leading up to Easter. We always say, I don't know what to preach about. Easter is the most difficult day of the year to preach about because it's 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 the biggest thing, you know? It's Christ's passion, death, and resurrection. And for us, it's almost like a, a duh, you know, moment. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things where 
we just literally have to keep saying the same thing over and over and over yeah. and over again mm -hmm. that the passion death and resurrection of jesus christ is the central thing in our lives that everything that you and i do as a human being in every aspect of our lives should be in light of that event yeah where would we be without the passion death and resurrection of jesus um i went for the first time in my life to the holy land this past october and i have always believed in jesus you know yeah. I, I i can't remember it's like you know when did you not know your mom and dad were your mom and dad's that type of thing you always knew and so i was raised catholic all my life i i've always believed i've had struggles you know with various teachings of the faith you know as i was growing up um but i've always believed in god i always believed in jesus i knew jesus was born and died for our salvation and rose from the dead and i always always believed that but then to go to the holy land and then be in the places where jesus was and walked it yeah. just solidified it it concretized it now when i read those scriptures it, it it's different brought it to life it really is different um so um yeah father john ricardo is a big big uh preacher of that there right. is an incentive since you brought up the holy land there is an incentive if you give um $25 a monthly gift of $25 you get to enter you get an entry into the Redeemer Radio pilgrimage to the Holy Land or if you give a one-time donation of $300 uh, or more you get an entry into that pilgrimage as well so everyone should do that yeah I, I'm telling everyone if you have the means to go to the Holy Land it's a must it's uh, an absolute must uh, we need one more pledge and then we get another bonus of $250. Sweet. So, uh, again, 260-436-9598. I'm saying that number a lot. I think I'm going to be able to call. Um, or you text GIVE to that number, 260-436-9598. Or go to RedeemerRadio.com and click the GIVE Now button. Matt and Lindsay Possessen uh, yeah, just gave <clears throat> a pledge and they said, do the Italian toast. So Matt and Lindsay, I, I get off the air at six o'clock, then I'll come over and do the Italian toast. <laughs> so the Italian toast is, you know, you do a toast, but you maintain eye contact with that person throughout the whole toast and when you take the sip. And it's really awkward, but it's yeah. actually how Italians toast. Like if you look away while you're toasting, they're like, what's the matter with you? This is our moment of intimacy. So that's been a thing I've been teaching people that come over for a cocktail. That's yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. would be intense. That's a long time. Oh, we made the match. Hey, hey another $250. Thank you so much. Hey, can we talk about um, a beautiful mass? Yes, let's do All it. All the masses are beautiful at St. John the Baptist and in every church of our diocese. But Pentecost is really, it's a unique thing that doesn't happen anywhere else. And by saying that, I'm not trying to say we're better than everybody else. Okay, but, but, okay, so. It's worth coming to. So what we do what we do for Pentecost is, you know how at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descended as tongues of fire upon the apostles. Well, in Rome, at the Pantheon, which was originally a pagan temple to 
all the gods. That's why it's called Pantheon. They were really worried they missed one and offended them. So they said, let's build the Pantheon and this to all of them. So we leave no one out. Well, it's you no don't longer. Anybody. Yeah, it, it's no longer yeah. a pagan temple. It's now a Catholic church. So there's what's called the Oculus, an opening in uh, the roof. And firemen from Rome go to the roof and they drop through that Oculus thousands and thousands and thousands of rose rose petals oh wow so it just descends upon the people like the tongues of fire at uh, at pentecost so what we do is we send some people up into our ceiling um and they remove a couple of the light fixtures and so there's literal holes in the ceiling and we drop thousands of red rose petals at the end of the mass upon all the people at Pentecost. So you will not see anything like this anywhere else. <laughs> so come to St. John's for Pentecost. Abandon your parishes on Pentecost. <laughs> Still put your dollar into their collection basket, but you come and just spend Pentecost. Actually, go to an early mass or a vigil mass at your parish, but then come to the yes. 1030 mass because the 1030 mass is when we do it. Okay. Um, and that's going to be May 28th. Okay. Oh, look at this. We've got, yep. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, Alec DeVries, thank Alec, you so much. Thank you, Alec. And Heine. Thank you. Trisha Koob. Long time oh. caller, first time listener. Thank you, Trisha Koob. <laughs> We're at $4,200, Yeah, uh, almost Just there. short We're of our there. goal. So 436-9598 is the number to call. Sorry, 260-436-9598 is the number to call. And text. You can text GIVE to that number as well. Or go to RedeemerRadio.com and click the GIVE Now button. Uh, Trisha, be honest. You'd, you'd do this for another hour, wouldn't you? <laughs> she was so, can I say, you were so nervous. I was nervous. Father's asked about five times before. And in my defense, I have always had a reason. But you are very And they easy. were always lame. And they were, they were always, always very good. And finally you did. Always very good yeah. reasons. Yeah. But no, you yeah. guys have made it very easy. Thank you. It's fun. I enjoy it. it. It is fun. This is your second I, calling. That's why. No, that this was, was my first calling. <laughs> and God, I, I used to do radio. Yeah. Yeah. And then, no. Well, that explains why we're so at ease with you. Yeah. Um, Priesthood's a lot better. <laughs> I do have a question mm -hmm. that I think um, is worth asking. So why do you guys think it's important to continue the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street? It gets everywhere. I mean, everyone has a radio, everyone has a phone. Yeah. And it's so easy to share like a show with, mm -hmm. a, with a friend. All you have to do now is send a link. And mm -hmm. so, you know, for those of us who might be like, oh, what about this evangelization stuff or talking about it? You can just do it that way. And I've had people send me stuff and I send them stuff. So you guys literally get everywhere. Um, you penetrate literally every space of the air in our diocese. What else does that? Yeah. So keep it up. Yeah. I think too, I don't have the words or the wisdom as half the people on here. So sharing a podcast, sharing, this is what I was trying to articulate. It gives me the courage to share something with somebody else yeah. just because I'm not afraid I'll get it wrong. And um, I just think like father said, it's super easy to share and it's just, um, it's really important. And it's also important that there's something filled with hope on the radio. 
because everything else, there's so much like vitriol and anger, and you could turn it, tune in anywhere and have somebody yell at you for an hour, you and could. Mm -hmm. and get you all riled up about something. But um, this is just so much better, and it's so much more full of hope and beauty, which is what I think we all need a little yeah. bit more in this world. So, how about you, John? I definitely think that this is the generation that wants to make their own choices. Yeah. And giving them the opportunity to, to learn about Jesus and to be able to choose Jesus through hearing it on the radio is just yeah. the step in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, I think for anyone who was raised Catholic, if you came into the church, uh, how you came into the church, once you choose Jesus and confront him in the Eucharist, um, it's, it's a magical thing. It's really... And all of our parishes got to see evidence of that at the Easter Vigil. You know, just yes. a couple of weeks ago with new people uh, joining the church, becoming Catholic for the very first time. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah, I love the Triduum so much uh, for that reason, in addition to what I was saying before about, you know, the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. But, you know, for people to say, oh, I want to stake my life yeah. on Jesus Christ and the Eucharist and his church. That's what this is all about. Yes. It's about mm -hmm. staking your life on Jesus and his church. Yeah. And that's what Redeemer Radio does. Invites people every day. Hey, stake your life on this. Yeah. Absolutely. So we only need $633 to make our goal. We're almost there. So close. So call us. We'd love to we'd love to receive your pledge. 260-436-9598. Or, or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. Or go to RedeemerRadio.com, click GIVE now. We'd love that. Thank you, Redeemer, for everything you're doing. I mean, it's just, you're proclaiming the gospel literally 24-7, yeah. 365 days. And I days think again. it's really, it also calls us to like a greater challenge of how we're living our own lives. like. Because what about the person who comes in? I was thinking that when you were talking about how Easter is hard to preach, right? Yeah. You have so many people who come to Easter who may not have come to Mass in, in months or in weeks. And, and it helps us be more inviting, more, more of what we hear, right? Mm -hmm. and the beauty of what we hear. Because people come to the Catholic Church because of the truth and what they learn and hear about. And so it invites us to live you, up to that i just well. realized why we haven't hit our goal yet why what'd you do what we didn't do oh at the beginning of the hour yes we didn't pray oh my goodness let's finish oh. by praying in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen. amen come holy spirit fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth O god who by the light of the holy spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful Grant that by the same Holy Spirit, we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Okay. Listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 1063 FM WRDF Columbia City Fort Wayne and 957 FM WRDI Napanee Michiana.
don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that, that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith, but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, and I've heard stories of this, of, of people who we're just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while, started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught and it challenged them and they, you know, did research, they struggled, they wrestled with those, you know, topics or questions and came to realize that they agreed with it, that they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think it's a. I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization, of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260-436-9598. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support.
Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Sherathon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.